fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? so much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Henry Ely. As always, it is a pleasure to be with you, and I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you may be listening to this broadcast, whether it's live or whether it's on recording. Folks, like you know, we start every show with gratitude, and today I want to say I am grateful for all the incredible women in my life. Um, I got to start with my girl. She is out of this world. Um, and she has done so much to help me discover the best part and the best version of who I am. If you're out there, baby, listening, know I love you very, very much. Um, I have to say I am grateful for um, my grandmothers. Oh, my goodness. What great, strong, strong women. My aunties, strong, strong women. Uh, my sister's so sweet, so loving, you know, uh, just always caring about me and always so concerned and just so beautiful. Um, uh, all the women on on my uh, team at the school, just, oh, you want to see women who get things done? Wow, right? Um, all these wonderful women on my teams with the grand jury and with the conferences that we've put on and everything, just incredible, incredible, you know, women, just incredible. It's, you, you just have these moments where you feel blessed, you know, you, you're, you can pinch yourself and know, yeah, this is real. There are so many great people around. And, um, you know, that's why I have such a, a love affair for our mama bears out there because you're incredible. Everything you do every day, all that you go through and all you are willing to put up with and still march forward doing what you know to be right. It's just, it's inspiring. You know, it keeps a, keeps a guy like me moving forward saying, I, I got to make sure I'm there with you at all times. I got to make sure that there's, that I'm present, that if you need me, I can be there. Right. Um, I got to say that all comes from my mom. And uh, some of you know this story, some of you don't. So I'll tell it again. You know, I had the beautiful experience of my mother passing away in, in my hands um, years ago. Beautiful experience. Um, it was one of the most incredible days of my life, a uh, day that I'll never forget, and a day, and especially the days that preceded it, that shaped me so much. Um, my mother's last words to me were um, to remember what's good because she knows that I could go into negative spaces really easy. And so she reminded me, remember what's good, not this stuff as I'm transitioning, not this stuff as I'm dying, but what's good. All the moments that we shared together, remember those. That's what we carry forward, right? 
she said, I want you to promise me to, you're going to go back to medical school and become a doctor. And I said, yeah, mom, of course I will. And she said, help them. You know, and I was like, I don't know what you mean. I think I do, but I don't know what you mean. I know now that she was transitioning in and out. And when you're transitioning, you're not bound by the same rules of time that we have. And I know she was peering into the future, kind of preparing me and saying, hey, a moment's going to come where you're going to have to stand and be counted. and People are going to need you. and You're going to have to be there to help them. So, you know, my work is dedicated to all the beautiful moms out there and everyone. I'm not going to leave out the dads because we've had folks like Ernest Ramirez on the show and everything either, but the folks that have suffered, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm here to help. I'm going to help. Um, that's because my mom asked me to do that, you know, and I'm grateful for that. You know, a lot of times when someone passes, yeah, it's sad. It's supposed to hurt, right? That's what, that's what it's supposed to be about. You know how much you love someone by how much it hurts when they depart. But I think it's a great reminder to remember what's good as we go through these things. You know, there's all these good moments. That's why it hurts so much, you know, that there's a goodness in it all. So when I go through this and I'm thinking to myself about, you know, all the things that we're doing right now, I want to be able to talk with my mother, you know, when I get into prayer, when I get into meditation, I want to be able to talk to her and say, yeah, mom, I hope I'm making you proud. I hope I'm doing what I promised you that I would do. So I'm going to give my all to it because I know that's what you would want, right? That's, my mom was a special woman. She was just tough and strong and still a woman, you know, still nurturing, still loving, still taking care of her family, but make no mistake, she was tough. She was tough as nails. She had grit about her, you know, something that I like passing on to people. And, you know, it got me thinking, because I had a day today, folks, I'm going to tell you, I had a day. Um, I had a beautiful uh, recording of episode four with, uh, uh, for our Freedom in Health series with Malcolm, who was that is a good dude, all right? That's just a good dude out there. You know, a hurricane is coming and he's like, I've got to make sure that I can still provide all of this growing audience content that they depend on to stay informed. So he packs everything up. He won't tell you this, but he packs everything up to get to a safe place where he can still do the work, right? That's a good dude right there. So we're recording. And of course, you know, you know, it goes out a couple of times and all that. And we go over, but as we're recording, and it's a good show. I hope you're checking out the Health and Freedom series, folks. We got four episodes in and it's really coming together beautifully. I'm I'm really proud of the work that we're doing together. As we're recording, I get a message, I get a start getting massive messages from my my team. And uh, at the school, and they're telling me there's something going on with uh, with our 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 G uh, our Gmail, our G Suite, and everything. So I start looking into it while we're recording. That's how busy I am, and uh, we're being cyber attacked. Somebody broke in on us, right? Surprise, right? <laughs> 
So we've been through this dance a few times, um, not just with that, but with the websites and, you know, and, you know, when you're, when you're speaking truth, the people who have evil intentions don't like it. So, you know, they try to shut you up and make your life a little miserable, but that's where it comes in to remember what's good, you know? So we get through that. Um, then I get some messages from my team on the grand jury side that, um, some of our team members have, uh, been accosted. Um, I'll go into more details later on that. We don't need to go into details on it, but you know, the enemy is letting us know that they're aware of us now, which is good. You know, I'm not making any, not hiding, you know, going to pick a fight, going to pick a fight with people who are hurting people, people who are murdering children for profit. If you can't pick a fight with those folks, who are you going to pick a fight with? You know, so I'm picking a fight. You know, I'm in this for the win. I'm not in this for the glory. The glory goes to God. I'm here to do the work. You know, I love doing the work. And, you know, you get through this day of some things happening. You know, I have to get my family together and, you know, say, hey, you know, here's what we do if the FBI raids, you know, where I am and stuff like that. This is what we do. You know, this is the this is the battle plan. You got to these are the things we have to get prepared for. But that whole time, we have to remember what's good, right? The gratitude, what's good? What are we doing? So it got me thinking a little bit because, you know, there's always some naysayers out there. You know, there's always some naysayers. And it got me thinking about toughness. You know, some people talk tough, right? And I, I, I could even be accused of that, that I talk tough. Well, anything I say, I'm going to back it up, right? There's some people that talk tough. And then when the moment of truth comes, they, they cower, you know, they're nowhere to be found. I'm going to stand and I'm going to do my best to deliver. You know, that's what this is about. But there's some people that talk tough, but it got me thinking, what's really tough? Is it tougher to fight against something or to fight for something? You know, because it got me thinking about a situation where there are these parents. What, what happens when you love someone and they don't love themselves? You know, that's tough right there. When you can love someone who doesn't yet love themselves, well, now you're really tough. You know what I'm saying? When you can love someone that doesn't love themselves yet, and you can believe in them and give them that great energy so that they can start believing in themselves, that you are going to hold that line for love for them and say, I'm going to believe into in you until you get this, until you can take over and start loving yourself. I'm going to love you. That's tough. It's not the talk and it's not the false bravado and the whole John Wayne cowboy crap that's infecting our movement. It's saying, I'm going to love you no matter what. I'm going to love my country no matter what. I'm going to love my family no matter what. I'm going to love God no matter what. I'm going to love the people that don't love themselves yet no matter what. And you can't make me not love you. No matter how hard you try, and some of you get close sometimes, you can't do it. I am in control of how I feel. I'm in control of my decision to love and my decision to love is stronger than your attempts to make me not want to love you. You understand what I'm saying? The greatest energy always prevails, and it's tied into that thing my mom said to me. Remember what's good. 
you know, I'm never surprised that the people that have the most to say typically do the least. Oh, it's not going to work or, oh, nothing will happen. or Oh, this, it's like those people that, you know, have accepted defeat. You know what I'm going to say? You're cowards. You are absolutely, undeniably cowards. And I love you anyway. My love is strong enough to help you learn how to love yourself. I will love you strongly, unapologetically, until you believe in yourself enough to love yourself and join this fight. Because I'm going to fight as if my life and the life of everyone I love is dependent upon us winning this fight right now. That's what we're doing, folks. That's what's at stake. Love. The ability to love freely and to love unapologetically. That's what's at stake. So to that end, uh, this week, I'm doing some various updates and, you know, the data updates. And it's always tragic. You know, you start, you just see these numbers go up all the time. And now there's the bivalent two crap that's in there. And, you know, the numbers are going up on that now. And it's just heartbreaking all the time. And so I was doing some work and updating those things. Maybe I'll publish in a little article or not. It's not like I have free time right now at all, but I'll see if I can write a little something up maybe. Folks, oh my goodness, right? Oh my goodness. I'm listening to some 80s music, right? Can you can you testify with me for a second? I'm listening to some 80s music. I'm listening to Thompson Twins. Hold me now, right? And I'm going through and I'm listening to it and I'm just like, that's right. Listen to what they're talking about. Hold me now, you know, listen, put that track on the next time you get, it'll, it'll bring you back to when things were just good. The eighties music, such a symbol of just good music and people think life was just fun, right? Yes, we had problems. Yes, there was no, no such thing as a perfect society, but we had fun. And this is like that last era before we get into all the stupid cell phones and nonstop connectivity and tech and, oh, it's for your own good and, oh, it's convenient and all this other stuff. Yeah. But what are we losing? What are we giving up when we are plugged into our phones and our computers all the time? And yeah, I get the irony that I'm doing this through a computer and all that. Yeah, I get it. Okay. But what have we given up? Because I don't want to give up love. I don't want to give up what's good. I don't want to give up the feelings that we had that deserve to be passed on from generation to generation to generation. And it's symbolized in that music of the 80s, of the 70s, of the 60s. Great eras of music and compared to what's going on now. Are you kidding me? All the satanic crap in the videos. People go to the gym and I watch this video and this video is always playing the weekend. It's all this Satan occult crap in there. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't deal with this, you know? This is where we are? Well, yeah, it is where we are, but it's not where we have to be if we have the courage to remember what's good. 
So today, folks, we're going to talk about something simple. I'm just, I'm, I'm just pontificating. We're speaking from the heart, right? In this show, and I hope you enjoy. After the break, I'm going to come back. We're going to talk about three cases. You know, there's three cases with patients I've had this week that I think are pretty interesting. There's a lot in there, not just like what did we do and how did we help and things like that. But I think what's really, there's some other lessons within there. There's some other what's good going on in there, you know, and I want to share that with you because it's, it's, it can be really potent. They're great stories. They're great experiences. But what I want you to come away from today is feeling good, feeling like there's hope and it's okay. I'd rather be on hopium than stuck in a freaking wambulance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, poor me. Oh, oh poor. It's all going to hell and it, there's nothing we can do to stop it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, God, I'm so tired of that. I hope you are too. I'm so tired of that. Spare me your tears and your defeatism and, and your victimhood. Spare me. Get out of my face with that stuff. Grow a pair and fight. I don't care if your pair are ovaries. Grow a pair and fight. Fight like love deserves us to fight for it. I'm not fighting against the World Economic Forum or Bill and Gates and Oh, best. I'm not fighting against them. I'm fighting for something greater. I'm fighting for love, love that God has promised to all of us. I'm fighting for it. It deserves that. It's done everything in my life for me. It deserves for me to at least fight for it, right? Fought for me. I can repay it, I think, huh? So when we come back from the break. We're going to just talk. We're just going to talk. I'm going to tell you some stories of some patient stuff that I think you're going to really love to hear. And I want you to leave today feeling good. I want you to leave today feeling good about what's going on, that we are going to win. We are going to emerge victorious. Love is undefeated. And we are going to prove that together because we are going to do silly things like dance to 80s music and not be afraid to hug each other and laugh together and cry together and understand that our perfection is our imperfection and that all the glory goes to the big fella upstairs who also just happens to live in every single cell of our body and especially in our hearts. So after the break, come on back with me. We'll have a good time, huh? We'll have a good time. We'll just talk today. Energetic Health Radio is brought to you by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people. Folks, you want to be free, come and study with us. Huh? Come and study with us. Check out what we're doing. We are doing some amazing things, and it's only about to take off over the next couple months. Get into our family. Become a member of our family. Join people who are going to love you unapologetically and accept you for where you're at and who you are and work with you to help you learn how to love yourself. That's what I do. I teach people how to love themselves. I just happen to use natural medicine to do it. But make no mistake, that's what we, all of us at the school do. We teach you how to love yourself. 
And I'm not talking about vanity. I'm not talking about self-absorption. I'm not talking about megalomania. I'm talking about just loving this beautiful thing, this gift of life that you really are and that God has given you. Check us out, energetichealthinstitute.org. We'd love to meet you. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. All right. Welcome back. It is good to be alive, y'all. Right? It is good to be alive. Yeah, the topics, the everything, yeah, the gas pipeline, who blew it up? You know, probably the deep state, who knows, right? Um, Hurricane Ian, you know, of course, we pray for all the people who've been displaced and lost loved ones, including fuzzy babies, you know, um, through this. And let's do what we can to help, right? But none of that should stop the celebration of this great gift we've been given, this gift of life. You know, I had really three patient experiences this uh, week that were fantastic. I've had more than that, but, um, and that's crazy for me because I, I really don't have a practice of medicine right now. I do a lot of teaching and I do a lot of work on the, on the, you know, on the freedom fronts, right? Um, but I still, you know, get people who need help and I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to help you, right? And this is what I promised my mom I would do. I'm going to help you. Um, and so we, we, have this uh this this deal going on where um one of my uh one of my students comes to me and says hey you know i'm, I'm having some issues can can you help me with it and i said yeah let's let's talk let me hear what's going on i'll give you some thoughts some ideas you know you're a self-starter you'll figure some things out she was a vegan for six years and um until her body finally was like look you cannot do this anymore the cravings came so intense that she, you know, started having eggs and having a little honey and then 
that went on for a few months and then she started giving some cravings for some chicken. So she started having some organic, you know, free range chicken and everything like that. And I was like, great. Okay. You know, it's cool. You know, you listen to your body. One of the things that we teach at the school is we say, don't force an ideology on your body's physiology. And what that means is that your body is incredibly intelligent. If you listen to it, you're going to know so much, especially if you're marrying that with education, that you're really learning how to interpret what you're feeling and what your body's saying and understand how it all starts fitting together. So she said, hey, I got some labs. And I said, you know, she said, you know, can I show them to you? And I said, yeah, let's, let's take a look. You know, it's education, right? Let's take a look. We look at them and I say, the first thing that's really good about this is that you're not guessing when you can know, just like you're taught. You are making sure that you do not guess when you can know. You go and get some blood work. You want to figure some stuff out. So she said, well, one of my problems right now is just really low sex drive. And I said, okay, well, you know, let's, let's talk about that. You know, what's going on? Um, and so she started saying, yeah, well, we, I did, you know, some hormone panels and the, the female hormones were, were low and things like that. I said, okay, well, you know, let's, let's go into our, our training here, right? Let's go into our training and let's say, you know, wh what is the building block for a reproductive hormone? you know, for the estrogens, for the testosterones, for the DHEAs and things like that, or what's the building block? She's like, she's like, okay, it's, it's cholesterol. I said, you're right. It's cholesterol. So that means cholesterol is not a bad thing. Like we've been taught, right? It's not a bad thing too much of it. Yeah. It's going to be a problem, but it's not a bad thing. I said, okay, so what do we do when a person is exploring veganism. And that's great. You explored it. I explored it for a number of years and it ultimately my body said, it's not working for you. You got to change it. So I said, okay, we're going to change it. I'm just going to still have vegan days every week, but I'm just not going to be a vegan seven days a week. Right. I'm just not going to do that. My body said, no, she said, yeah, I learned the same thing. So I'm, I'm doing that same thing. I said, this is great. Okay. So now cholesterol is the building block. What did we teach vegans though, that they needed? She, she said, well, you said that we needed coconut oil because there's um, saturated fats in it. I said, yeah. You said that we needed olive oil or something with uh, omega-6 fatty acids. And I said, yep. And um, she said, if we have those two things, then we can stimulate in our own body the production of cholesterol. I said, you're right. And I said, were you doing that? Were you doing coconut oil and everything? She said, you know, I really wasn't doing a lot of coconut oil when I was a vegan. I said, okay. Well, there we got one potential problem there from the biochemistry, one potential problem. But what did the test say? What was your cholesterol level? She said, my cholesterol level doc was 137. And I said, okay, that's way too low. And she said, really? And on the range here, it says that, you know, they're only worried about if it's too high, if it's over like 180 or 200 or something like that. And I said, yeah, it can also be too low. If your cells, every cell of your body has cholesterol in the phospholipid bilayer. If your body needs hormones to be produced in order for you to produce energy, like cortisol to produce energy, um, if you need hormones to produce, you know, for muscle mass, to maintain muscle mass, testosterone, right? You need testosterone. If you need, um, you know, the estrogens to help balance things out, 
what is the building block for all of these things? Cholesterol. Your body needs it. That's why it makes it itself. It needs it so badly. So if you're not taking in, if you're a vegan and you're not taking in, you know, saturated fats, the only place you can really get saturated fats as a vegan is from coconut oil or palm, uh, palm fruit oil, right? And palm fruit oil has its own problems, you know, in terms of the industry and production and things like that. So coconut oil is really the preferred. If you're not taking that in, then you're not able to stimulate your own production of cholesterol. So I said, you're at 137. She said, yeah. She said, what, what should it be? I said, well, ideally we like to see people 170 to 190 for the most part, but if they're a little bit over 200, 210, 220, it's no big deal. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not something you need to you know, worry about lowering your cholesterol levels. It's not until you really get into the two seventies and up that you really need to start modifying the diet. And then maybe being vegan, at least for a few days a week really helps with that, you know, as well as increasing fiber, it helps lower the cholesterol levels. But I said, you know, the thing that's interesting is that you're 137. I said, when I work with patients, anything under 150 is a red flag. And you've been eating eggs. She said, I was eating 12 eggs. I've been eating about 12 eggs a week for, you know, for, for six months. I said, okay, you're getting a lot of cholesterol in and you've only gotten up in six months to 137. I said, what does that tell you of where your cholesterol must have been six months ago? She said, well, my cholesterol must have been really low. I said, yeah, it might have been under 100. I've had some patients where I've tested them for cholesterol and their total cholesterol has been under 100. Of course, always vegans, right? Always vegans. Because vegans are not getting cholesterol in their diet. So they're dependent upon their what their body makes. Omnivores, people who are eating organic, plant-based, hopefully you know what I teach, but including meat are, you know, are doing just fine. They're going to have the cholesterol their body makes and the cholesterol that's in their diet. So I said, for those six years, you were dependent entirely on your body to produce cholesterol and you weren't giving your body consistently what it needed to even have a chance at doing that. So you were probably under 100. I mean, that's not a stretch for me to extrapolate that from what you're telling me. 137, six months later, eating eggs every day and now eating chicken, 137. You've only gotten back up to 137. She says, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better, but I'm still that whole sex drive thing. And I said, okay, here we go. So what do you know you need to do now? You've already made some changes to your diet, but now what's the goal? We got to get that cholesterol up even higher. And once the cholesterol goes up, guess what's going to go up with it? Cortisol production, which is going to help with energy and all of your reproductive organs, which is going to help with sex drive. She said, yeah, I, I get it. Now it makes a lot of sense. I said, fantastic. You've learned. But what else have you learned? And she said, well, I don't know, but I, I, you know, I, I feel like there's hope. I feel like I have, I, I have a goal now. So I'm going to say, exactly. I hope what else you learned was that you did something incredible. You explored a diet. You didn't get into the faith and everything of a diet because diets can become like religion and politics. They can become very polarizing, very argumentative for people. People can get very attached to them. And I have to do it this way. They can force an ideology on their body's physiology. I said, you didn't do that. You explored it. And as it got to a point where it was no longer serving you, you made a change. 
And that's what's awesome. You should always explore what your body needs because your body's needs are going to change as you as you grow older. That's just how it works. You don't want to get married to an ideology. You want to listen and get into a good relationship with your body. And what you're doing right now is demonstrating that it's awesome. She felt real good, right? So when we get down to it, what you also did was that you had the courage to admit when something wasn't working. And that's that takes a great amount of love of yourself to do it, right? How cool is that? How cool is that, right? We have definitive information. We know exactly what we need to do to make a correction. And on top of that, we learned major lessons in our life that will serve us for the rest of our life and that speak in volumes that you love yourself. Wow, I didn't know I did all of that and that's what you did. And now we have a happy, good person. So I hope there's some good stuff in there for you about cholesterol and all that. And, you know, um, there's ways to lower it. There's ways to pick it up and it all comes with diet. But the last thing I told her was that now you have to accept that cholesterol production and getting those numbers up isn't just about diet. The other thing that your body needs is demand. So what you have to do is you have to start working out and you could see on the Zoom call we were on, you could see the light bulb go on and she's like, yep, I've been feeling like that. I just have not been very physically active. I got to start moving my body again. You got it. When you demand your body works, your body does something pretty cool. It starts working because your body is a gift that's given to you because your body wants to serve you. Let me say that again to everybody listening. Your body wants to serve you. If all you demand of it is to sit on a couch and eat foods that are processed and foods that are going to put on weight and foods that are going to block up your arteries, your body's going to say, okay, well, that's what's going to happen. There's no real demand. So we're just going to have a lot of junk accumulate. But if you demand of your body that it do things, it's going to say, all right, oh boy, we're in business. We're going to help out. Let's do this. Your body was made to move. Remember when you go to the health and freedom series that Malcolm and I are, are doing together, remember there's four things your body needs. Purification, movement, nourishment, rest. Let me say it to you again. Purification, movement, nourishment, rest. And it needs those four things every single day. You give those four things and it's going to give you back 10, 20, 100 fold that which you need. That's the gift of being alive. That's the gift of living in a body. Well, the next patient I have is a really interesting kind of story because this one's more of like acute stuff. And you're going to see that I'm not completely turned off to the pharmaceutical industry. I just am calling them what they are. I've gotten some flack, a little, well, not much flack. I've gotten a little bit of brushback from people going, why do you keep calling it the pharmaceutical industry? Why do you keep calling it? Because they killed my mom. <laughs> That's why I call it the pharmaceutical industry, because they've killed people I love. 
not just my mom. They've killed other people I love. And I think a lot of folks out there can attest to it. That doesn't sound like a benevolent industry to me. But they paint the propaganda that they are. So I call them what they are, the pharmaceutical industry. And that's my First Amendment right to do so. And if somebody's got a problem with it, I'll debate anyone, anywhere, anytime. Say the place, I'll be there. Right? You may not like what you hear coming out of my mouth then, trust me, but I'll be there. Now, in this next case, and keep this one a little bit shorter, it's a really simple case. All right. Get a call that um, someone has been stung by a yellow jacket, right? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, that might be emerging. They're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm starting to feel like a lot of, um, you know, Uticaria, a lot of, uh, you know, swelling and, and rash is starting to spread on the body and everything. And so, I, you know, I get the call and I'm like, okay, well, let's see. Because sometimes, you know, we get a call and people are overreacting and sometimes they're not. And this is one of the times where they weren't. <laughs> so uh, I, I said, why don't you send me a couple of pictures? Let me take a look. So she took a couple of pictures and I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, it was, she was, she would turn it into a, a, a tomato. I mean, it was red everywhere, rashes, patchy everywhere, swelling really quickly. You know, she's panicking. I said, okay, we, we, this is now concerning. This is this is turning into an emergent situation very quickly. We got to be concerned about airways, keeping the airways open. We got to be concerned about getting you some uh, epinephrine, some you know, a, a, otherwise known as adrenaline. Uh, we got to get you some some something to help deal with this and take this down before so your body can can deal with this. So I said, you know what? Um, seeing those pictures, I got to send you in. I got to send you in to uh, urgent care, right? Uh, ER, you know, and just let them give you a shot and then we'll, we'll deal with the rest of it. So she goes there uh, and true story. You, you can't make this stuff up. She refuses to wear a mask. And I respect that. She will not put on a mask to go in a building. And I'm like, I, I am with you 100%. She goes in and they, rather than them see, which is plainly obvious that this is a person going into anaphylactic uh, anaphylaxis, potentially anaphylactic shock. And we better get a shot of, of adrenaline into her right away. Do you know what the first thing they told her to do was to put on a stupid mask. They told her that she could not come into a hospital to get emergency care for something that was visually obvious until she put on a mask. So to her credit, and also maybe not the best decision, but to her credit, she said, under no circumstances will I put that mask on. You can treat me or you can not treat me, but I will not put that mask on. And they said, we will not treat you. They told her they would not. That is medical malpractice right there. That is a violation of ethics and our oath. And they did it right there to her face. And to her credit, she cussed them out. And you know why it's to her credit she cussed him out? Because that got her body producing epinephrine. <laughs> that anger that she felt got her body producing epinephrine and a lot of it. And it bought some time. So I said, okay, how are you feeling? The airway's open, da, 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 da. When she called me back and then she said, yeah, they're open and everything. I'm just really pissed about everything. I was like, okay, well, that we're going to use that pissed. Your body is designed to heal and it's healing itself right now. So we're going to use that pissed off stuff. 
Um, and we sent her over to a CVS or something like that. And I called in a script for a couple of EpiPens. And the people at the 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 girl at the at CVS was so sweet and so helpful, um, and everything, and and got the the script filled really quickly and showed her how to use it. But by that time, the epinephrine for that her body produced was so effective that the rash had been regressing and the swelling had begun regressing. And so she didn't really need it. She bought them anyway, because it's always good to have them, you know, just in case. Um, but she didn't need them, which is pretty cool, right? So she um, ends up, you know, uh, and said, you know, she said, well, what can I do? Should I, you know, I said, well, you know, you can do quercetin. I, I give the options. It's your choice. You can do quercetin and some omega-3 fatty acids. We can do high dose, those things. Um, you know, you can do a little Benadryl, 25 milligrams, 50 milligrams, you know, every four to six hours, no big deal. You can, you know, either one. There's a time and a place for the pharmaceuticals, right? And their, their time and place is in emergency situations. They've proven themselves, in my opinion, in those situations. Everything else, no. But in those situations, yeah, that's those are the folks you go to. Of course, it'd be nice if they actually let you in a building, you know, if they actually looked at the situation and said, yeah, uh, let's get her taken care of. The mask is not the big deal right now. It's a big deal is she might have her throat closed and go into anaphylactic shock and and not be able to breathe. And that's a bigger deal, right? So I we're, we're think about this for a second. A person is potentially going into anaphylactic shock. They're they're potentially going to swell up and have their respiratory pathway shut down. And the hospital said, you can't come in here unless you put on a mask, which is going to restrict your breathing. You want you know, you see what I'm saying? Malpractice. Isn't that obvious malpractice right there? So anyway, she's fine. She calls me the next morning. She shows me, you know, a picture of her eyes because this bee sting was in the head in the hairline and everything and she uh and i don't know what it is yellow jacket probably isn't a bee i probably said that runs a bit wasp or something i don't know anyway the the bug that stung her stung her in the hairline and so the second day she's having some swelling in the and around that area and into the eye the ocular region and things like that and so she said what should i do and i said well now it's simple just a little phytolacca to drain lymph and uh you know move around a little bit and uh, some omega-3 fatty acids to lower some stuff. And maybe even you can put on some uh, comfrey. She loves to garden. She has a she has some beautiful comfrey in her garden. I said, why don't you just, you know, make a, make the comfrey into a little, you know, um, poultice and, you know, and put it on the eye and let it sit there for a few minutes. She did that, you know, 30 minutes later, everything's fine, right? The power of natural medicine and the right, the right things in the right situation are great. And so, you know, there's some, fun stuff in there. So folks, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back and we'll finish this up. We have one more case to talk about and, and shut it down, but I hope you're feeling good, right? Let's make sure that we're feeling good today. Let's remember what's good throughout this episode. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. America Out Loud meets to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. 
Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Well, last feel good that we're going to talk about here is uh, uh, one of my patients calls me up and says, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I got a major meeting tomorrow and um, I, I got to close this deal and, and everything's looking good, but I'm having some sinus troubles because of all of the, you know, the wind that's been going on and the pollen and stuff like that. You know, it's fall. It's a good time for some pollen when the winds come in. Uh, you know, what can I do for that? And I said, well, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, do you, what do you have? We started going through uh, what he had in his, in his cupboard at home. Didn't really have much that could help, you know, specifically. Because uh, when we start talking about seasonal allergies, you got to really think about the sinuses and cleaning them, but you also have to think about the liver. And with the liver, yeah, because the liver is going to process those things out, you have to think about what's going to clear out and help the liver process those uh, those um, allergens out of the body. Well, we're we're going over some stuff, and I'm reading, you know, asking for certain herbs and things like that if he had in his um, in his cupboard. And he didn't have any. So I said, Hey, you know, I'm right down the street. Why don't you just come over to, why don't you just come over to my house and, and we'll do a couple things. We'll, we'll put you in an infrared sauna and, and sweat some of this out. And that's going to really dry up the, the sinuses breathing in the thing. And it'll help clear some of that stuff out, open up the sinuses a little bit. And then uh, while you're doing that, I'll put together a little herbal tea for you and, and see what I got in my cupboard to share with you for a couple of days so that you can you know, it shouldn't be a big deal. We should, we should be able to make sure your, your meeting goes off without a hitch. So he said, great. Came over, did a, a nice sauna and everything cleaned up, showered up and everything um, comes out and is like, Hey, all right. So what are we doing? I said, okay, well, I got some omega-3 fatty acids. We're going to high dose omega-3 fatty acids. They're strongly anti-inflammatory. They're going to cut down some of the inflammation in the sinuses and the head. They're going to make you feel a little clear headed. Um, we're going to put in some, some wise woman botanicals has this really great formula 
uh, called Hepcaps, and it's uh, all about the liver. It's got you know dandelion and milk thistle and burdock root and all these wonderful, wonderful organic herbs, you know, in it. And it really helps. And it's got a little bit of uh, artichoke in it too, I believe. Um, and artichoke is really instrumental in helping clear the bile. So when you're when a person has seasonal allergies, and this comes from I think it was Dr. Bernard Jensen. Just a brilliant. If you don't, if you don't know about Dr. Bernard Jensen, please take some time to go and read up about him. Just a brilliant doctor. Iridology, everything that we teach now about iridology and um, bowel cleansing and stuff, and and it's just basic. It's based upon so much of his lifelong work, and he's he was just a brilliant, brilliant uh, American doctor, Bernard Jensen. Um, he said something in one of his books that always stuck with me. And that's whenever somebody has seasonal allergies, you have to clear the bile. You've got to get the old bile out of them and help their body make new bile. And he was saying that because that's how the liver detoxifies and detoxifies the whole system, but also itself. And so what he, to do that, that's where artichoke comes in. Artichoke is fantastic for clearing the bile out of the body. And when you have some um, fatty acids, when you have some artichoke, and when you have some fiber going into the body, those are the essential elements for the body clearing that old bile out. So when you poop out that old bile, now your liver can make new bile. In the process of making new bile, it's clearing those allergens. It's really pulling them out of the system where they can be problematic. So uh, we we did that. We you know we, we got them on the HEPCAP formula got them on the omega-3 fatty acids, got them on um, a little bit of uh, multivitamin to drive the energy production, always to drive the energy production. And I put a little bit of natokinase in there as well, a little bit of some enzymes in there just to help break some things down really quick and, and start lowering the inflammatory response, right? Uh, so we set him up with all that stuff. And then he said, you know, I've been curious about neti pots, you know, can, can a neti pot help me? And I, he's like, I have one at home, but I really don't know how to use it. So I said, yeah, I got a neti pot right here. Let's, uh, let's set it up, you know, one cup of some water at, and make sure it's at the same temperature as your body. So you just dip a little knuckle into the, into the water, a um, little bit of purified water, never use tap water, never, never, never use tap water. Okay. You have to use filtered water or bottled water. Um, and then you put a little bit of salt in there. So it's basically one teaspoon of salt per cup of water and a little bit more, a little bit less salt, you know, depending on what you like. And then there's several different techniques that I teach on how to use a neti pot. And I said, let me show you the easy one where you're just pouring it over the sign, over the nasal septum and one nostril, and then you do the other nostril and everything. So he learned how to do a neti pot right there on the spot. And he's like, oh yeah, that feels, that feels a lot better. Yeah. You know, and then I said, okay, now we have this herbal tea that I've put together for you with some more dandelion root and things like that. And let's take this. You can make yourself some tea, you know, um, and everything. And here we got, I gave you two doses of, of these nutrients. You'll be able to do this in the morning when you first wake up. And then right before your meeting, it should, you should be smooth sailing, drink some tea during the meeting. You should be smooth sailing during the meeting. And he was, and it was great. He's, and I'm, we'll hear about this. This one will go tomorrow, but he was looking and sound and really good when we left. So it's just another indication that there's so much out there. I think the lesson in this one is that when you're open to that, which we haven't been taught, 
right? Nutrition and herbs and botanical medicines and natural therapies, infrared saunas, neti pots, things like that. When you're open to natural medicine, you're going to find that there's this whole incredible pharmacopoeia, this whole incredible world out there. And the question that's going to dawn on you is why wasn't I told about this long ago? You weren't told about it because people who want to profit off of your demise don't want you to know that there's a better game in town than what they're selling. That's why they try to snuff people like me and doctors who really care and know what they're doing out. We're competition. And if my mantra, if my ethos, if my ethics are all about making sure my patients learn as they go through, right? Dossier means to teach. Doctor means teacher. If I'm making myself obsolete, I am really hurting their business model, which wants you to be dependent upon them, the pharmaceutical industry, from cradle to the grave. That's nonsense. Okay? That's nonsense. The best doctor is the doctor that's not needed. Let me say that to you again. The best doctor is the doctor that's not needed. Well, how do I become not needed? By teaching my patients how to take care of themselves so I'm only needed when they can't do it for themselves. Because a doctor is supposed to be, above all, a teacher. So, folks, there's so much out there for you. So much out there for you. We're exploring it in you know, uh, the Freedom and Health series with Malcolm. Um, check it out. It's all over the America Out Loud website. Check it out. It's good stuff. Have the courage to explore it like the first patient I told you about and what she was doing. Have the courage to explore it because in that exploration, what you're saying is I'm open to that which I don't know. Just like when you're open to new 80s music. I shouldn't say new 80s music because there's no such thing. But just like when you're open to new music that you've never heard before, right? Think about how much music's out there that is perfect for you that you've never heard before. Doesn't it make you excited? It makes me excited, right? Well, that same principle can be applied to medicine. Think about natural medicine. How much is out there that you've never experienced before? How much is out there that can really help you that you've never experienced before? There are libraries filled with information on natural medicine that you don't know about. That should make you feel incredibly hopeful, incredibly excited out there. Because that means all you have to do is make, make yourself open to the possibility and let the love come in, right? Remember what this is all about, teaching you how to love yourself. That's what I learned to do. I had people who really loved me and showed me the way. And that's what I want to be for as many people as I can, a teacher, someone that, will, someone that can help you get to where you really want to go and really can go so that you can bring that 80s music feeling back in every day and we can have memories of what's good. I promise you, my people, there are a lot of good things still in this world. Let's make sure they get some time and some play as well. Well, I want to bring a new phrase in today. 
um, I was in the gym and watching this older dude, um, probably maybe I shouldn't say older, he's probably my age, maybe a little bit older than me, but he was just a beast on the weights. He was crushing it, right? Just great dude, Spaniard. And, uh, you know, and uh, I, I wanted to say something to him and I didn't say it and I, I'm, I'm going to say it next time I see it. And that's, vaya con Dios. Go with God, right? Good dude. Can't wait to say it to him. Vaya con Dios, go with God. Remember, folks, on this journey that we call life, there are four great challenges for us right now. To take no offense, to speak truth, to be selfless, and to remain humble. When you practice these four things, you become a friend of God. That's what I was told to teach you this year and probably beyond, maybe for the rest of my days, to teach this. This is how you become a friend of God. To take no offense. To speak truth. To be selfless. And to remain humble. I'm Dr. Henry Ely for Energetic Health Radio and the Energetic Health Institute. May God shine his divine light down upon you, everyone you love, and surround you in the protection of his warm embrace. We see you all next week, folks, with, I think, and I hope, my dear brother and great humanitarian, Kevin Jenkins. And I think we're just going to be talking shop on some real topics. So hopefully you tune in next week. And until then, have a beautiful week and a beautiful um, experience of life, wherever you may be. Mahalo. Peace.